What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's a very rainy, rainy day. Yes, it's a very rainy night in the Carolinas tonight, especially in Raleigh. It's coming down. Yeah, it's pouring rain. So everybody out there, be safe. And if you're on the road like I was uh, 30 minutes ago, drive carefully because it's nasty outside. It's P. Diddy R. Kelly nasty. (laughs) You are now tuning in to the fastest growing podcast in the land. Welcome to the FN Podcast. I'm your host, Branson. I am B-Dub. Kelly Joe and Buddha 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 are not in the building tonight. Sending shout-outs to them. But we're going to do a show tonight because there's a couple things going on tomorrow night. And we're not going to be available. So we figured Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want a little bit early. So Yeah, we're going to start with the shout-outs. Definitely got to start out with the shout-out. Shout-out, Aether Fancy. What up, what up? Check check her out for all your adult entertainment items. Food, beverage, the lemonade, float juice is amazing. Shout-out, Dank Drinks. Got to shout-out, my guys. What up, what up, what up? Um, You got to re-up us, though. Shout-out, the local plug. Shout-out, shout-out, shout-out. Um, and shout out to Kingpin tomorrow. Definitely January thirteenth at nineteenth North Main Street, Wendell, North Carolina. It's going to be his uh, movie premiere. Uh, Life of a publicist locked in with Kingpin. Doors open at six p.m. with free popcorn. The film starts at seven p.m. Tickets are twenty dollars a piece. Free popcorn. Yeah, it's free popcorn. Now that should be enough to draw that, you in. It doesn't matter about the movie. Free popcorn when like, there's free popcorn on the premises. So get your free popcorn and check out my man Kingpin's movie. I'm gonna be there tomorrow. Uh, Life of a publicist locked in with Kingpin. Definitely shout out my man Kingpin. I've, I've known Kingpin for a hollow minute since I moved to there. Yeah, over and, a decade, fifteen years. Really. And he's he's really been making big moves and stuff like that. So definitely shout out to my guy, the King OG Pan. Prince of Party. Also, want to remind y'all that there's a Share the Love event coming up, and they'll be asking that you donate. Um, necessities, you know, and we'll be touching on this in another part of the show tonight, but there are people out there who really need stuff. Like, Yeah. So you're going to, um, they're looking for the basics like uh, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, clean water, deodorant, socks, uh, stuff like that. Just basic stuff you take for granted every day that you use. You don't even think about it. So you, they need that stuff for questions and donations. You can contact Alicia Horton at 919-520-8988 and Tynesha Horton, 919-798-7220. And uh, you can reach out and... It's for a good cause. Yeah, it's, it's, for, it's a for a good cause. It's for a great cause. Like, and you got to stand for some things. Like, you know, we we're, we always don't have the money and stuff like that, you know. But to help somebody else out in a situation where they really, really need this stuff is a beautiful thing and just a beautiful gesture. So we'll definitely be giving this more shout-outs. I believe she said they were going to do it April 28th. 7th and mm-hmm. April 28th, I believe, one of those two days. And this is to help the people of Raleigh. 
Yeah, so this is definitely the help the people, Riley. Or you know, if you if you just want if it's big enough, we can help people couple of places just not Raleigh but let, let's see how we could do so definitely support 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 um before we get into the show I have to give an RIP unfortunately and I only met the guy one time who's that snacks oh yeah FIU yes yeah rest in peace yes. FIU. I worked with them on um, yes. wilding out Raleigh Yes. So I got an opportunity to, yes. you know, work with the cat. He was yes. definitely, definitely a solid dude. Yes. And he will be missed. Yes. The city is, is really messed up behind this one. Like I said, I only met him one time, but he's, he was a really nice dude when I when I met him and stuff like that. Really, really lively. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He definitely and had a future. He did. He was known as the Spin King, I think, or like, and, and he was a, a a great artist. So you know, we definitely want to give a R.I.P. to yeah, Snacks. You know very talented artist. We lost very, very talented artist. The Raleigh area lost, and you know, just sending positive vibes to the family and things of that nature. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, where are we going to start at tonight? Okay. We got well, going I know we were bringing up those uh, care packages um, with Share the Love, and I figured, you know, there's got to be tons and tons of organizations like this in the Bay Area, in San Francisco, where Keith Lee was at, who had to, uh, Keith Lee was in the news for having to cut his trip to the Bay Area short this week. Uh, due to San Francisco, I guess, being San Francisco, he was complaining about the city being not very tourist friendly uh lots of people were homeless living in tents and living in burned out cars uh and he was also complaining that um a lot of the food spots he went to excuse me were completely unacceptable and all the good food spots that you know uh the people were familiar with already had the long lines out the door so i guess san francisco is self-policing in terms of its food reviews and the people have already decided what's good and what isn't trash and they did it correctly by voting with their dollars mm-hmm. but yeah i'm hearing san francisco is real bad it's not the place to be right now i mean yes our homeless population is out of control. Oh, yeah. It is completely out of control. And I live in Raleigh. And yeah. is it 540? Mm-hmm. Under 540, there's Tent City, I believe. Yep. Just people ganged up over there, you know. And then, like, during the day, they're out panhandling and stuff like that. Some of them, you know have legitimate issues. I can't dismiss everybody. I can't tell everybody they need to get a job. It's too many of them. Yeah. Something's wrong with our system. Oh, yeah. Something system, is... The housing pr- pr- prices are ridiculous right now. Rent is ridiculous. Rent is ridiculous. Inflation is going up with salaries not matching. So, of course, you have a lot of this going on across the country, but it's especially concentrated in the Bay Area, which I heard is extra nasty. So, like, with Keith Lee being there... The restaurants he apparently went to didn't give a shit because he's allergic to shellfish, and they apparently cooked some of his food. And so, yeah, on a grill where shellfish was cooked, which caused him to have an allergic reaction and be rushed to the hospital. So, I don't blame him for leaving. From everything that sounds, I haven't been to the Bay Area before, so I've never been to the Bay. Yeah, I, well, I, 
Nah, I've never been to Northern California. I've never been to Southern California, yes. I've been everywhere in Southern California, but Northern, no. Uh, so, from my understanding, the Bay Area is trash right now. But they make it seem so... So happy. And, yeah, like they make like it Like rice aroni and Full House just makes San like Francisco look San Francisco like just shit. looks amazing. and It's not. I hear it, it's worse. I think they're trying to cover it up because, you know, it's a white city, so they don't want to make it look as bad as Detroit or Southside Chicago, so they're covering up how fucked up it really is, but... Apparently, it's really bad. And this is the first time I've ever heard a food critic end a a tour for this reason. I mean... um, Just because it was just that bad. Yeah, because, you know, the other food critic I watch is Mr. Chime Time. Mr. Chime Time, that's Now, he went to Detroit, which is pretty rough. The the reviews he did for Detroit are... are, You, You... if he like you, he like you. Yeah, if he fuck with you, he fuck. If he but fuck if with you, he, he fuck don't. with you, and he gonna let you know he don't fuck with you if he don't. And he's not nice about it like Keith Lee. He's kind of a dick when he needs to be. But I mean, I appreciate the honesty. I, mean, I think Keith Lee is too nice. When you're talking about food and people's palates, what what people really really like. Eh, yeah, let me know that I need to go check this place out, or let me know I I ain't got no business going to this place. Mm-hmm. And the the reviews they the good reviews they've given I, I know business is booming for them yeah I know business is booming yeah but I mean I don't know I don't know if we specified the Bay Area entirely or if it's just a San Francisco thing I don't like Oakland I know Oakland's always had kind of an aura around it because you know it's niggas but okay. is it as bad as San Francisco Let me ask you a question Yes. You think D.C. and San Francisco would possibly be? No. No? D.C. is the nation's capital. So even at its grimiest, you know, like the 80s and 90s, there was still a pristine about, at least around, you know, the touristy areas. Like, and D.C. was grimy. Now, I grew up in the DMV, and I remember the 80s and the 90s when D.C. was the nation's killing capital, the homicide capital. And, yeah, D.C. was dangerous, but, yeah, it was only in certain parts. And you could still go to D.C. and see nice areas and not just Georgetown and the touristy shit. (laughs) Yeah, but Georgetown really nice, too. Yeah, Georgetown is really really nice. nice. Yeah, you feel out of place. (laughs) I don't know if it's a sundown town, but it damn (laughs) sure feels like one when you're there. Georgetown, really nice. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, D.C. in no way, shape, or form sounds as bad as San Francisco. At least D.C. has to, like, give up an appearance just because of what it is. San Francisco, I hear, is terrible right now. But, like I said earlier, it just gives off that beautiful appearance. The Golden State Warriors. Like, it just gives off, like, this. uh, Yeah, they want to keep it nice. When they show you the stadium, it's, like, beautiful out there. Like, yo, like, I got to go out to Dango in San Francisco. And Uh then you're like, nah, I I, I ain't got to go out to San Francisco. But as he's recognized, the city needs to step up and get rid of uh, a lot of uh, this homelessness and a lot of the causes for it because this is really really bad it's bad when a food critic can't even enjoy your city i you know that's my biggest problem with america in a whole is you know you you as much as they love the flag and stuff like that your flag is nothing without the people to support it so why aren't you taking care of some of these people because everybody there's some people who aren't really there that need help yeah 
and, and they're out on these streets. Man, I hear it's bad. I hear there are people making six figures struggling paycheck to paycheck, and I believe it. <laughs> we almost at that point in Raleigh. But here's oh, what I don't get. This. If it's that bad, leave. That's the part I don't get. We don't come to Raleigh. Oh no, no, that's a three thousand mile trip. There's a whole Look, Midwest. Look, don't, don't come to Raleigh. We we Raleigh got its own like yeah, we got, population no, problem. New Yorkers <laughs> right moving now, here. Like, we got Georgia people moving here. Don't come to Raleigh. Yeah. Traffic is horrible. Horrendous. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They're not building enough infrastructure. They're to, not. They're yeah, not. Raleigh more people is. coming to Raleigh than the city can structure Ooh. and support at the moment. So there's backed up traffic. It's turning into Austin, basically. Austin no, and no Texas. hate on Raleigh because Raleigh dope, but... That's why. No, no. Raleigh's a horrible city and nobody else should move here. <laughs> it's as bad as San Francisco. Niggas is shitting in the streets. There's shit in front of your house. They're breaking your cars and um, take your stereos and bite your Chipotle and leave the rest of the burrito in the car. It's grimy. Raleigh, Raleigh. wow. If Raleigh, yeah, like Tretch said, if you ain't from Raleigh, don't come, <laughs> don't to, Raleigh. come to Raleigh. Stay the fuck out of Raleigh. <laughs> we don't want. And besides, it's three thousand miles away, and there's a whole Midwest that needs them. There's a whole Midwest of Iowa, the Dakotas. I, I was just, you know, and since you brought that up, Montana, I was watching Wyoming. YouTube, and they're like states that aren't populated. Like and they're sending none of them migrants there. <sighs> Like, you could actually really get these states really popping. Let's send the migrants to Chicago with all the niggas to try and replace them. And these are migrants from the south, so they're used to warm weather. Let's put them with that hawk. (laughs) Hit them with that cold. Now they migrant, and they got them jackets, and they piss. They ain't used to that cold. We're not really used to that cold. Yeah, but like migrants ain't really. No, really, they're really not. And we're used to. That's why the Dakotas are not a populated place. That's why Idaho is not that but populated. That's where they need to go. That is. There's plenty of room. They'd be welcome there, and they can help build infrastructure. But no, mm. they want to send these niggas to New York and Chicago, where it's already <laughs> filled. Let's send them to D.C. and turn Boise, Idaho, into a popping. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you pop see? It? I don't know spot. if you saw this in the news, but in Chicago, they was asking or, or somewhere. I think in Massachusetts or somewhere, they was asking people to open up their homes to to migrant workers and shit. I could see that because, it, and it's uh, my guy from Texas, right? That's like the guy from Texas, um, Abbott. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, Abbott. I love everybody. I, I ain't having no strange family in my crib. I believe it's Governor Abbott. Abbott, yep. they come oh, across yeah. Texas, and he put them on a bus somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. They're somewhere. not They're not staying in Texas. I don't Texas. know where they're they, going. You, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. That's what Abbott, Abbott, get them up out of there. But And, and we getting them uh, free life insurance. I mean, free health insurance. But this is... Isn't this where part of our homelessness problem is coming from? I mean, yeah. I, just, I mean, as much as we don't want to say that, as much as you know certain things you don't want to look at, you have to look at the influx of people coming to the United States. Oh, yeah. I'm on a regular mad. basis. I'm not mad. Welcome to the United States. I don't care if you got here legally or le- illegally. Just go to Wyoming and Montana. Go to places where you're needed. They want to pop. Don't up keep up. popping up in New York, Atlanta. and New York, Chicago, <laughs> and Miami. DC. Now y'all want to be in Raleigh? Nah, we got plenty Mexicans here. We, we good. <laughs> there's Mexican food restaurants. There's burrito trucks. There's taco trucks. We we are Mexicaned out over here. 
We got a soccer team in that. Yeah, we got a soccer <laughs> team. We cool, cool, man. We're good. They done took over Roxborough Road in Durham. So, yeah, we good. We good in terms We're of good. the migrant crisis. We got plenty of people over here. Welcome to America, Wyoming's I mean, to the, the left. I mean, the thing is, I'd be like, dang, it got to be bad over there. They want to come over here because it's, it's tough over here. Oh, and, it's and very tough. If you're a responsible adult, it's tough as hell over here. Exactly. It's super tough. So what, what they're leaving from must be way, way worse. But Much geez, worse. Don't come to Raleigh. Yeah. Don't come to Raleigh, please. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, let's move on. Uh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> you know. Yes. Was was I standing up for him at one time? He's, mm. he's making a lot of clown-like statements. It's like ever since Cat Williams called him out. When you run to somebody's aid, like, oh, no, like, the black man in trouble. No, no, leave my guy alone. No, no. And then he follows up with certain statements. Then you're just like, my God, what what are you saying? Like, Yeah, he wants his white women like Coretta Scott King. What are you saying? You're saying Megan Good held you down like Coretta Scott King? That's why. And he wants his black women like Coretta. He's like. Dark-skinned friend looks like Michael Jackson, and light-skinned friend looks like Michael this Jackson. This is my question. You had to reach that far to get the, a woman that held a man down? Like, you didn't have anybody closer in the, like, okay, maybe you're, you couldn't go to your mom, but maybe your aunt? Like, you know, somebody like that you could have went to, maybe your best friend's wife or something like, you know, just just something. But you went. He went to Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King. That's what he wants his white women like. He don't want an actual Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama, but he just wants his white women like that. And how do you upgrade from that white woman to Megan Good? That's kind of that's that's a humongous leap. That's zero to sixty. That is. Where does his career go? It don't matter. He got Megan Good. Yeah. I mean, she but went that to court for the nigga. But 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 but, but you got to you got to start. Some women gen- give you pussy and not go to court. You're right, but you got to start generating some type of income. Is he is he a major movie pl- player oh, still? He'll be or back. he'll okay. be back. That's one thing I'm not because there's the court of law and then there's a court of public opinion, and the court of public opinion, I don't think they're really they they saw and acknowledged him running in the streets from a white woman. <laughs> You know, multiple angles, multiple, <laughs> multiple cameras. New York City, that shit was like a movie, like a multi-cam setup, and they got every angle of the niggas. Like she knew where one, he was running. Take two, take three. They got all tapes at one time filming him running. So yeah, the, the public will forgive him. He ran from that white. It's not like he was on camera beating her ass. But true, true. Now if that was on true. camera, that'd be a day. If it was some Ray Rice shit. It'd be different. True. But yeah. Aren't they supposed to be, did they retire Ray Rice? Or, yeah, like they were supposed to have a ceremony or something. People were all upset over it. Uh, 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 that's a touchy subject there because, you know, they got they Ray Rice. They Ray Rice because he, he only, <laughs> he, they, he didn't beat up a white woman. Like Boy, they got, I mean, stuff. they got my boy on tape though. Like, there's nothing worse than being on tape. Oh, yeah. Like, that on tape. Yo, it's a red handed like you're handing the cookie jar. Like, that, the, yeah, once I got it on video, that was one of the harshest videos I think I had seen too. Like, he bro. had a rebooter system. <laughs> That's all that was. Whatever he did, like, are they still together? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah he, she she don't want anybody else. It's like, the, yeah, you want to get beat up by a stranger? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
She wants to stick with Ray Rice. I mean, hey, she likes it. I love it. But I, yeah. they're, they're still together. Yeah. It's like Will and Jada. Like, they're still together. These couples still manage to stay together regardless of all their business out in these streets. They're they're still together. Yeah, yeah. But um, with Jonathan Majors and uh, Megan Good, I, I think, like I said, he's going to get back. He's going to get some movies. She's going to get work. She'll be all right. I think all this shit blows over by this time next year. When Creed Four comes out or some Creed, because Michael B. Jordan is going to come in and save him. Michael B. Jordan and Tyler Perry—that's a good friend to have. Yeah, those are good friends to have in this bit in that business. Yeah, he, they, they, he they're good friends back. to have. He is going to be all right, but I know who ain't going to bounce back is that Color Purple movie. That shit did a super flop. It, it did a belly flop after that first week. Did you hear the controversy about um, the Color Purple? How the stars were taken care of? Yeah, they were not taken care of. And this goes to show you, when you make movies about hating black men, nothing good happens for you behind the scenes it, on the front. It, is it Taraji in this? Am yeah, I correct? Taraji is it she the one who made for, the... Yeah, she had to make some demands to get them, because the Color Purple cast was having an issue while filming the movie that they brought to light. They were saying they had to drive their old rental cars to the fucking set. <laughs> That's fucked up. I that mean, you that, had to drive yourself to the set. You have to drive yourself to the set. No I mean, security. But these, these, and it was is, I, I guess this is this Hollywood type. Like I, I don't know. Like you're saying, you no security. Drive no yourself. security. You got to drive yourself. No craft services. They went out and got the, them a bucket of chicken. They went to Bojangles to got a, got a, uh, a tailgate pack. <laughs> and then what? What was it? Um... The musical, like people did go out the first week, they were yeah. out in droves, and then after that, then like after you said, the first week they, it flopped or it just went downhill. And then there's all this beef with Taraji and Oprah, and then the cast wasn't invited to the Golden Globes, so they only brought the people that were nominated for awards, even though it was supposed to have been the whole cast. And then uh, who who was old girl who was uh, throwing out the tweets? talking about how she wasn't invited, Danielle Brooks. Oh. She was the one calling out how uh, they, they didn't have their own dressing rooms or food, <laughs> and Oprah, Taraji had to call Oprah. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot. It's a clusterfuck of shit that went on behind the scenes. And that's sad because it was a remake, which means the first one was already successful, so there should have been enough money, but that's how Hollywood treats black women. This is what Taraji was crying about. Was she right though? She's definitely right. They're getting under. Didn't somebody who who was the one who came out and said that she never had those problems? Was Vivica it Vivica a. Fox? Vivica, <laughs> no, Vivica throwing. Did Vivica dispute that? No, she was just like shit. She don't never sound had like a problem for me, and I ain't worked in like 15, 20 years. She ain't worked in a minute. Like, yeah, she, she, I see her on commercials now. She's like the last um, IMDb was uh, her eating fifties ass on camera. I was getting ready to say the last time she was really, really popping like that fifties name was attached yeah, to her. Exactly. So she kind of threw Nia, uh, I mean Taraji, under the bus, and you're not expecting Nia Long to say anything because she just got paid too. So. That's two black actresses you ain't going to hear complaining. <laughs> They're going to be quiet. Cause especially, they got money. Yeah, Nia, got Nia already money. got a little paper, and now she yeah, got a little yeah, bit the, more paper. Yeah, a little more paper coming in. I don't know what Vivica's doing. Maybe something strange for some change. She just don't seem like Still chasing 50, probably. Uh, Vivica got, probably got a white man in the cut pan or I'm sugar daddy. More, but she's still chasing 50, I'm sure. 
I believe it. I'm but, sure. But she got some dudes paying. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure. So you about to see Hollywood shit on a lot of black actresses. And I couldn't think of a better movie for this to happen to. Fuck the color purple. I hate the color purple. I, I, I'm not going to go that far. No, I, just, I fucking hate the color purple. It is the, one of those movies. And first of all, it's one of those movies black women always want to base their life around, but it's a work <laughs> of fiction. None of this shit ever happened. Alice Walker was a black feminist who hated black men, so she made a story up that about her. Um, she heard her grandparents had a little love triangle back in the day, and from all that, she made that story. She pulled it out of her head and decided every nigga in that movie got to whoop, whoop woman's asses and be mean, and that was on purpose. And Alice Walker was crazy, even I'm not, her own daughter. I'm, I, it's not my favorite movie. I'll say that. Like uh, I, I can't. I don't think I've seen the color purple in probably like. I think I watched it one time, it was, something like that. Yeah. It just wasn't. I just knew it's, it's, it wasn't a, a movie for me. Movie. Like I just. It's knew it one of those movies that hates niggas so much. Even Spielberg was like, "Yo, y'all about to shit on niggas? <laughs> Let me produce it. Let me produce it, please." <laughs> Oprah, Oprah, come get some of this. They were like, "Yo, this is the shit on niggas movie." So they had to all band together. I've seen the it. The anti-black men Avengers. But, yeah, um, even Alice Walker's daughter says she was, like, not a good mom and all this shit. So her her hatred translated to real life. And this was a movie set in Reconstruction South, but the, apparently the oppressors of everybody were black men in the movie, which I always felt was kind of fucked up. They never addressed any systematic racism or anything in The Color Purple. It was just about niggas being mean. I mean, shit, like, if you think about it, if I'm being mean, if I'm being, somebody's being mean to me all day, what kind of attitude am I going to have? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not denying that there were certain times shit like that happened. I'm just saying, where's the documented proof if it was that Every nigga wasn't, every every guy wasn't wasn't like that. Every guy wasn't out here whooping women's ass. Every guy wasn't like that. Guys get depicted so bad sometimes, and there's a lot of good guys out here. There's guys with flaws. But that, nevertheless, they're still good guys. Exactly. So... Yeah, uh, that's what happens when you make a movie that hates on uh, black men and fuck the color purple. But, you know, if y'all haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. See why I hate it. But you know. While we're on it, Boosie said he he walked out with his daughter because oh, yeah, Boosie he didn't know leave. anything about the... Um, what, the lesbian parts? Yeah, the lesbian parts. And I'm like, nigga, come on. Yeah, like, that, boy, that's a little bit of a stretch. Boy, like, why are you lying? Yeah. Like, you like you don't ever see these memes? Like, I, I've seen the meme at least 50 times where Danny Glover is separating the, the chicks and stuff like that. Like, come on. You know what man. felt inauthentic about this movie was the fact that all the women were attractive in this one. I mean, whereas the original had, like, Whoopi and Oprah and women you really believe. Hard. Yeah. Hard. They were looking a little yeah. hard back then. Now you got this one. Everybody's attractive and pretty. Gotta, and they're breaking out in the song. You got to sell it. You got to sell it. I'm going to start Precious and Musical. See, and that's the difference in eras. Yeah. You Back then... To sell the movie, you're going to sell the movie. You're going to give the struggle part of it. Exactly. You're selling the movie now, this, this, you know, the look isn't there like you say. Like they don't look like it's been hard and stuff like that. No, they were looking too pretty and too nice, which is one of the reasons I couldn't get into it. But like I said, um, 
One actress you ain't got to worry about is Nia Long because she just got her paper from uh, her guy or ex-boyfriend, Ime Udoka. Uh, she originally was set to get an uh, amount of $56,389 a month, but she said, I'm going to be nice uh, and keep it down to $32,500 per month in child support for their 12-year-old Look at that beautiful son, gesture. Who look, look. she claims says she has 90% custody of, which I believe because he's a traveling coach. I mean, everybody knew what they were getting into when uh, they got in the relationship. I'm, no, what I'm saying is yeah. he may always been coaching. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you knew he wasn't going to, you know, if yeah. he was always going to be gone anyway. So I can understand that you're a 90% custodial parent because, like you say, he's a traveling coach. Right, exactly. And she cut my man a deal. Yeah. At, at, you know, she it was a beautiful gesture because – the money he's making now, he's not always going to make. Exactly. You know, that it, it seems slight, 20, 20 grand or whatever, but he's going to be thankful. Mm. Right now, he's probably getting ready to hit this extension. So, you know, yeah. he might throw her some money on the back end. That's what he said to that white girl, hit this extension. <laughs> he he might, the, the Rockets are looking good right now. <laughs> he might be up for an extension. Yeah. So, you know, he might throw her some money on the back end and, That'll be good though. Yeah. That, that's dope. The Rockets, they needed that too because the Rockets were last year's Pistons. <sighs> the Rockets were bad, but they got talent though. Yeah, they've they, always they had talent. They just talent. needed the coach to bring it out of them. And he may he may be doing some coaching. Yes, he be getting he right may, on the he coaching. He may be too. doing some coaching, so you definitely got to keep an eye on him. Yeah, but I know one guy uh, who got that uh, coaching deal with Miami, <laughs> Eric Spolstra. I love how the Heat waited. Oh, we're the we're in the sports on. part. I like yeah. this. Is what I want to do anyway. Yeah, Eric Spolstra. Did he get a what is it? Um, executive of the year just for that gesture? Exactly. Alone. Like Eric, Eric Spolstra should never leave the Heat organization. Nah, he, he's 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 blood in. He's yeah. blooded in. Like the Heat waited for his divorce to finalize before they gave him the largest NBA coaching contract in history. Eight years, one hundred twenty million. And my North Carolina Central Education wants to break that down. What is that per year? And I know his ex-wife was pissed. I think that's $15 million a year. Uh, yes and no. Because she still collects through child support. Yeah, you still collect through child support. But knowing that they purposefully did this so you wouldn't get any more money. Yeah. We'll probably have her scorn because yeah. it, the, the act was on purpose. Like, we're going to wait so she doesn't get any of this money that you deserve. Say less. Yeah. Say less. Damn. So, yeah. You said how much? $15 million? I want to say $15 million. There's a part of me that's, like, itching to pull out my calculator and cheat. So, it's, like, $120 million. I mean, he deserved that after the coaching job he did last year anyway. They were in the um, NBA Finals, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they didn't, have, million a year. they didn't have nobody but Jimmy Butler. They had Bam, Bam, all right, but what, Tyler Hero got hurt, stuff like that. So, suppose a really good coach. He's 53, she's 36, and a former Heat dancer. Now, how you the Heat coach? And you hollering at heat dancers, wifing them up, and he are he, they already knew what was going on. Yeah, organization already knew what was 
So, I guess you look the other way when you're a championship winning coach. Now, if that was like the Pistons coach, who's the Pistons coach? Is it Monty? I hope it ain't. Whoever it is, he getting fired. Yeah. He get fired now, soon. If that was like Monty Williams. I yeah. think it's Monty Williams. Too. Yeah, and he fucking with the and Piston they, girl. They said oh, yeah. this is his, the second time of him going through this streak. Like, he had a losing streak like this before with another team. Yeah. So. Wasn't it the Hornets? I, I don't think so, but they the Hornets. It possibly could be. It possibly it might could be. be. Well, anyway, he's free from that, but yeah, she's still gonna get a bag in child support. So I mean, it's 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 a sort of W because she ain't gonna get half. Did he have a prenup? Do you know? I'm sure he did. I, I'm sure he did. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he did because of the type of lifestyle you lead. Like these are guys who deal in prenups. Yeah. So, because of the lifestyle, you're he leading. He could have a Dr. Dre moment and tear up the prenup in front of her. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Dr. Dre. Don't get too emotional. I highly doubt that. Dr. Dre tore up the uh, prenup in front of his, his wife and was like, yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, so shout out to Nia for, you know, being... Yeah. Being, you know, doing Nia the, didn't the, do the, nothing. She she didn't stay with uh, Ume. She she left his ass. She she cut him. She cut him. She cut him a deal though. Yeah, but um, Spolster's wife still gets something for marrying him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it may not be half, but she still gets. Oh, yeah. Spo 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 wife. Like I say, she she gonna be a little salty, but she'll get over it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um. More sporting news. Yeah, more sporting. Playoff weekend. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, playoff weekend. And there are some really good games this weekend, too. Um, the Eagles play the Bucks, And as an I'm Eagles sorry, fan, the, I'm, I'm kind of, like, worried. Cause yeah, we, yeah I'm I believe super the Bucks worried. are going to beat y'all. The Cowboys play the Packers. I want the Packers to win, but. The Rams play the Lions. Matt Stafford and Goff. Are going back against each other. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be interesting. I believe Mahomes is going on the road for the first time in his playoff career. Uh-huh. And what else? There's another game. Miami? Did you already? Uh, who's Miami playing? Did yeah. Pittsburgh get in? Uh, that I don't. Did the know. Steelers get in? Let's see now. now. I know they were playing for their their playoff life the other night and. They did beat the Ravens, so I'm just wondering did they get in. So we're just wondering who the AFC side of it is. Okay, so I see Cleveland and Houston. Oh, that's a good game. Miami and Kansas City, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Green Bay and Dallas, Los Angeles and Detroit, and Philly and Tampa. There's some good games this weekend. Yeah, definitely. It's wild card. These games are going to be money this weekend. And as an Eagles fan and the way we ended our season, I'm going to say this. If we win, we're going to the Super Bowl. If we lose, they're just indicative of the season we had. And that just sums it up. Yeah, that's a damn shame. Yeah, but um, I I haven't been following the NFL since our since yeah, my commanders no, no, no. have been. I you know it, it's been a good season. I think this has been the best season they've had in a while. Oh, our team? 
squad? No, no. Oh. I'm talking about the NFL in general. Oh. I think it was a really competitive season. Uh, any season with the Commanders not in the playoffs is not really a successful season. <laughs> the Commanders, they'll be better next year. Oh, now, we course. don't need them to be too much better, but they'll be better next year. They'll definitely you be better. You want Sam Howell as your starting quarterback? No, we're drafting somebody new. Y'all got the... Y'all do have the number two pick in the draft, y'all. I, I, y'all so we'll see where y'all go with that. That that's going to be interesting, indeed. Um, and more sporting news. Yes, Nick Saban. Oh yes, Nick Saban retired. Nick Saban has left the building, and they already hired. Yeah, somebody. they already they already hired somebody. Kalen DeBoer. I have no idea who it is. Washington's Kalen DeBoer to replace. Uh, is that how you spell his name? DeBoer? DeBauer or whatever. DeBauer? I don't know. DeBauer. Can I be honest? Yeah. That's not the name I thought that would sit in the Alabama seat. I just thought it'd be a bigger name. Steve Spurrier? Nah. Um, I just thought it'd be a bigger name. But obviously – they they have faith in him, but boy, would you want to come behind Nick Saban like that? Those some big shoes to fill. Because he's the greatest college coach of all. Because if you lose four games in the season, oh, they gonna run you up out of town. Well, they better get used to it. Roll tide, y'all ain't. They're going be, back. They're y'all going, ain't gonna be as nice as you. They're going back to the it's old that days. transition period. You know when um, not Coach K, but uh, your boy, the Patriots. Oh, I was going to say it's that transition period when Dean Smith left UNC and y'all have Matt Doherty. <sighs> Ooh, those, those were some tough years. John Forte. And then. Uh, no, what was it? it was Forte. Nick Saban's um, What's it? What was it? bringing the athletes in, his recruiting. I'm Nick Saban. All you have to say. Now it's the boys like, <laughs> like who? Uh well, just be prepared to not win like you used to, Roll Tide fans, and you will be okay. Well, I could tell you where some of your players are going to be going. They're going to be going to Colorado. Uh, Dion ain't got it like they thought. We'll see. I think this I year. Mean, I, I think, think this year the Buffaloes are going to blow people out. Like, but that's just what I think. We'll wait and see. I think they're going to be a lot better than people are giving them credit for. Well, they got plenty of room to improve because they weren't as great as everybody thought they were going to be this I mean, year. they went from, what, no wins to four, yeah. five? Like, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they improved. I can't say the season was a failure because it okay. was better than the last one. I will go on a limb and say this. Yes. I will I will make my, my call for 2024. The Buffaloes will be in the um, playoffs next year. I will go out on a limb and say that. Okay. I mean, I can't challenge that. Now, they do ex- expand the playoffs next year as well for college football. They're, they'll be bringing more teams in. But I think that the Buffaloes will be a part of that. So, we'll see. Interesting. Cool. Well, um, another thing we had to cover was uh, I know you saw Carmelo bitching. About number 15. 15. It's Jokic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm look, and I'm sorry, Melo. Yeah, Jokic is 15 in Denver. He got I, a I ring. Felt really weird hearing Carmelo because I wanted to take his side in any argument, but I'm like, dude, you you forced your way out, and this nigga won a championship for the team, the first championship. Like, 
Jokic is number fifteen. Yeah, like and, and it's just that I, I did see that, and I w- I just couldn't believe like he I like I understand what he's saying, but you're fifteen in New York, still good though. Yeah, you're fifteen. Yeah, in New York, but uh, that one even in, L.A. <laughs> that one in Denver, Jokic though. Yeah, he, bro. it's well deserved. Like. I was surprised he even put up an argument. I just thought he knew what it was. Well, at the end of the day, Jokic is going to go down as he probably already yeah, he probably already goes down as the best nugget of all time. And, but and Alex English is over Carmelo. Yes. <laughs> so so by the time it's all said and done, when Jokic's final nugget stats are tallied and they have fifteens up, <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, and Carmelo was fifteen too. So, but that's it. It's Jokic. It's Jokic's number. Interesting. Yeah. So I was a little shocked at that at that argument. Period. Ego, man. Yeah. Ego. That's, that's ego, that ego is a powerful thing, man. That, that's that ego that said, "Me come off the bench." <laughs> you know, you know he's throwing something at the TV at Jokic one. Oh, at yeah. least what? The- I mean, there's nothing <laughs> like- to argue about. Carmelo is one of the greatest scores in NBA history, all time. Isn't it a five level score? Isn't that what they call mm-hmm. it? Yeah, the greatest five level score. I'll say that the greatest five level score of all time. I wouldn't. I don't know about one on one. He's up there, the greatest one on one player. He played great bully ball. Yeah, he played great bully ball. But yeah, you can. All you was was a bucket though. You was a walking bucket, but you never won anything. You never took anybody anywhere. And Jokic is just a better overall player. Like Jokic gets his teammates involved. Like this dude be throwing assists from everywhere, scoring points, boards. Like you said, all Melo did was he was just a walking bucket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was excited. That's why you probably didn't win a ring because you just were a walking bucket. And it's a lot of guys who were walking buckets that didn't get a ring. Yeah. Hey, that's how it goes. Shout out to Jokic for being number 15. Yeah. Oh, more sporting news. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, you got it? No. um, The Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm happy for Travis Kelsey. If If he can lock down Taylor Swift. I'm surprised. I'm and not going to lie. Stay the fuck away from our women. He, I, I'm happy for this relationship. I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie because this has been not one of his best years, and I thought they would blame it That's on her, why. and they want to keep him away from her. But they, they probably do. But they're talking engagement. So yeah. no, no. He said he's thinking about having an engagement with her. Yeah, like they're the the, the thoughts in the air, and it's just like, huh. Boy, the fans of Kansas City would not like that at all. If this well, is was, any indication might, of what could shit, happen, he might retire if he get married with Taylor Swift. She's bringing in. She's bringing in some and money. No concussions. That's gonna be. I'm. I'm proud of that couple. And I, like you said, I travel around the world with my wife yeah, just yeah. at all her concerts and stuff like that. You want me to shake it off for you, hunt? I like Taylor Swift. It's like if Beyonce skeleton had a music career, it'd be Taylor Swift. So I would, one of my um, employees at work, she loves Taylor Swift. She's a Swifty. And every now and then, because we play music at the job, I'll throw a little Taylor Swift on. Taylor Swift has some decent songs. I'm not going to hate on her. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I've I've heard a couple of cuts. They're they're all right. Now, I'm still mad at Taylor Swift for redoing September. But you know that... That it is what it is, yeah, but but yeah. she all right though. And if you're generating that kind of money, your music has to be doing something. Yeah, that was a uh, dirt, wind, and fire. <laughs> no, that was dirt, wind, and fart. 
Taylor Swift did. It was we we I heard it um, earlier this week, and it was just it just reminded me of how bad she did that song. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think that covers all of sports. Um, I did want to cover. Um, there's some new music coming out, or that mm. came out uh, this week. You know what actually did come out today that I was completely oblivious to? There's a new Conway the Machine album. Did you hear it? No, I haven't. The only the only new music I heard this week was Benny's song. That that was it. Braun, you said Boldy got an album out. Yeah, okay, so Boldy has a new album out uh, with, who is who is uh, the dude who produced it with? Uh, let me get you the name because I've been listening to it. It's it's Nicholas Craven and Boldy Ooh. James, Penalty of Leadership. Ooh, they got, the last uh, mixtape they did was kind of dope, so I'm going to check that out. Okay, Nicholas Craven now I've heard uh, like three-fourths of the album, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I got to say, uh, the production is decent. I mean, it's good production in terms of samples and melodies, and Boldy is lyrical. However, if you like drums and you're a fan of hip-hop, this album is not for you. There's no drums in this mug at all, at any time. Man. No um, drums. I mean, other than the ones in the samples they use. They, they didn't actually, like, put a breakbeat behind. I'm really getting tired of this, like, drumless hip-hop. It's really aggravating me. I'm a creative dude, so I can respect, you know, a couple songs not having drums on them, but you're giving me a whole Lazy album. vibe. It's, it's, it's yeah, a lazy it's vibe. a lazy vibe. It's, it's a like, lazy vibe. I remember making drumless beats. They were called beats I was going to get back to later. <laughs> That's what my drumless beats were. I'd be like, yo, that's a nice melody. Let me come back to it. (laughs) That's what I did with them. These niggas releasing whole albums with like beats I just started in FL. And I don't like that. It's laziness. It's really lazy. Um, And it's just not creative when it's the whole album. You know, flip it on them. Put some drums in there. Put some break beats, man. Keep it fresh. Tell them how you feel, though. Because it's frustrating. It is lazy, though. It's super lazy. To me, that is just lazy. You can't just put a snare in there or a kick and a kick and a snare. Just a simple, you know, because people listen to these songs in the car. I want to hear some thump when I'm driving. They ain't got no thump. Yeah, the whole song sound like an intro. (laughs) You waiting for the beat to drop. I can't Um, take it. 21 dropped a day, do I believe? I, yeah, 20. I actually heard half of it. Now, I'll say I like the energy, but I'm not a 21 Savage fan. And it's like. I'm going to have to check it. I, I, like, I go back and forth bars. with 21. Like, and that's what it is. Like, when him and Drake did that album, I was like, Drake rapping circles around this poor guy. Like, it's crazy. And But I kind of like 21. It's the simplicity of it, though, yeah. sometimes. I like, try to get into it. I mean, and on this album, he's not that bad. I can tolerate him. But, yeah, it's still hard. It's not that I'm going to go back and listen, listen to, to it again. It exactly. I, I'm listening to it to say I heard it. And, and okay, so I feel that. Um, Jay-Z and D'Angelo for the Book of Clarence soundtrack. I haven't heard it either. I know that it's coming though, or it's, it's out already today. It's I just out. haven't okay. heard it. Yet. Well, I'll be checking that out. First later. of all, I don't even know what the Book of Clarence is. I had to go on IMDb. Is it like a Bible story? 
I think so. And um, what's my boy from Atlanta? Who's in it? I know it's like Heathia. Yeah, that that's the guy from yeah. Atlanta. And yeah. it's the Book of Clarence. We'll see. I, it's about I, Clarence, and he has two very nice parents. <laughs> Clarence's parents have a very good marriage. Very good marriage. Yeah, that's what um, the who else dropped some music today? You said Conway had an album? No, no, that's my bad. Okay, okay. it was. Uh, I was gonna Paul say they Merrill. really doing him wrong. No, no, it was Paul Merrill, but the, it looked like it was reviewed today as opposed to released today. So, hey, little Nas X. <laughs> well, before we do that, let me go ahead and do Benny. Benny dropped a new song oh, yeah. today, but before we, because that part, whatever. Yeah, we'll get into it. No, Lil Nas X, but while we're doing real hip-hop, like, Benny dropped this song today called Braun, and it's, it's actually pretty dope. It's the best one so far out of the three that have dropped for Benny Benny's album. And yeah. uh, what were the three? I know that that joint Big was Dog. I can't remember the joint with Stove Guy, but Big but Dog. Big Dog with Lil Wayne. And, and this is, like, his only solo without a guest appearance so far that's dropped. So maybe that's the key to to him being keep dope. Keep limiting, yeah. limiting features. Yeah, I was not like, I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, compared to the previous two singles that he released, this is the best one. All I'm saying is this, then we're going to jump into the next one. After this solo album, they need to do a group album. Like they're 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 not doing anybody any service doing solo albums anymore. Like we heard it. And not being funny because you know you know I'm the biggest Griselda fan, but we want the group album because the first group album was so dope. That's like, can you top it with a second one? Mm-hmm. It make you one of the best hip hop groups of all time. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. But that yeah, Bron is dope. Now now on to this guy, <laughs> Little Nas X. He's in the news for his uh, new video, J J Christ, where he's posing as Jesus and doing a lot of uh, weird shit. Time out. Yes. Time out. Yes. Wasn't he posing as a devil? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, now he's posing okay, as Jesus. Okay, time back in. Time back in. You know what's fucked up? <laughs> like, I won't, I'm not a fan of Lil Nas X, and, but I don't care about this controversy because I feel like it's hypocritical because I didn't care when Nas and Puffy did it for Hate Me Now. He do people do things for controversy. Yeah, like you know to bring attention to them. Ooh, I need I get ready to drop this album. You need to be you know look over here real quick. So yeah, but I, it's weird because he can't. It seems like he can't put a single out without being controversial. And uh, to me, that's whack because I'm like, if you got good music, then stand on your music and release the music. You shouldn't have to do all these uh, publicity stunts and, you know, do the shock value thing in order to get people to listen. Is it to him music. or is it the label? And he just fall, oh, falls to with it. Yeah, I like, believe he yeah. comes up with the ideas and the labels just let him do it because he's gay. <laughs> just at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> just because he's gay. Yeah, and I don't know anybody who bumps his music. Little Nas X. I don't know anybody who, like, put on that Little Nas X. I think I've heard a couple of They all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hate on it because he got some all right tracks. The beats aren't bad It's not like, you know, it's not like this is what I'm riding around to. So I can see some people liking it. But like you say, always having to go above and beyond to get people to check you out. Now you got to keep topping yourself. What's next? What are you going to do to top that? Well, you already the devil, like he, I said He did earlier. devil. He did Jesus Christ. I guess you got to reach to other religions. And I know 
I know two you won't go to. Yeah, I definitely know one you will not go oh, to. I know two. One is the religion that gives them the money, the people, and the other is, yeah, the Muslim. You will die. You're definitely not going to do that one. Oh, yeah. Look, boy, every time the English reporters even think about it, they be on, like, I know you will not do that one. A hundred percent no. And, uh, you know, he added on to the controversy saying he was going to be attending Liberty University, which is supposed to be a conservative Christian school. And he posted up the acceptance letter, but Liberty University said it's not true. So he's even lying about going to school. And I guess he's doing a publicity stunt for that as well. And, uh, you know. Clout chasing. Clout We see it every week. Every week. Blueface was was. The, the, the first one cloud chasing like well not the first but like that's his mean modes of transportation during the year last year this is what he's doing cloud chasing like you know trying to keep my name relevant in circles and like you say it's kind of sad that's what you got to do instead of just hit and play and like check this out yeah yeah and finally uh we have i never even heard of this girl Till the controversy came up, but Stunner Girl. News of me. Stunner Girl is apparently some up-and-coming rapper who sampled Sierra's goodies, rapped over it about how she could make penises stand up, and then got mad Sierra decided not to clear the sample. And I criticize Sierra a lot, but salute, because she stepped in and did the right thing. Nobody wants to hear a song about making dick stand up. At least not over a sampled beat from a song that's actually better than the uh, better than the new shit. Why not? Why not? Why not make a song about making Dick Stander like they making songs about everything else? It's like, not what? the fact that that she made a song about standing up penises. It's the <laughs> fact that the song is not good. And what she did, all she did was take. Look, that's the number one factor. I think a lot of songs are not good. That, but that's, but that's me. And then they turn out to be smash hits. <laughs> yeah, but okay. that don't mean they're, they're good. Ice Ice Baby was a smash hit. Well, that's actually not a bad song. You just hate the nigga rapping over it. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I, they named Hammers, like, 96, I think. What was it? They put me in the mix. Yeah. Get it started. Um, you know, and you're like, damn, boy, Hammer really had a run. Like, yeah, Hammer has some shit. But people don't give Hammer the love he deserves. Like, yeah, yeah. But Stunner Girl uh, took to Twitter. She said, I literally hate when producers use samples. These artists be acting like they made the beat at so many people that used the beat. But at Sierra, team, uh, her team is writing me saying she personally contacted them about me. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, like the song was so bad. Like, let me get my people on the horn. Like, hold, hold up, hold up. Like, she they single out this song for t- it. Might have been that bad. I mean, yeah, I didn't even think about it till I read it. God damn, that's bad as fuck. Sierra's, she's like, let me put down these uh, Instagram pictures and call my people. But she said, anytime I done used a beat that was sampled by a white artist, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> she better go moonwalk through some venues and leave me the fuck alone. That's what the rapper said. So, Well, I guess she's never going to get the beat now, then. No, she's never going <laughs> to. I don't want to hear that song. She, she, uh, and, See, that's a negative because right now you're violating Sierra, and right now that's like black women's uh, Ja Morant. She's like their hope. 
Oh yeah, ja, ain't Ja out for this? Season? Oh yeah, Ja Morant's oh, wow. out for the season. His wow. Arm is wow. fucked up, and that's a shooting arm, both on the court and in the streets. So yeah, Ja Morant is out. But yeah. back to Sierra, I, yeah. I mean, damn girl, that song was trash, trash. <laughs> <laughs> that song was dookie. <laughs> that song is trash, trash. Yeah. So I'm glad Sierra stepped in. Uh, I know. This is one time I'm not going to criticize her. I didn't criticize her the last time. We congratulate. Yo, that got a lot of feedback on the internet. That clip we did congratulating Sierra for having her fourth baby. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, we said that. And everybody was like, y'all hate. And I'm like, we're not hating. We gave her a congratulations and we wished her and the baby the best. And that was it. We I. They were mad. But they're mad about what 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 is Sierra's star quality? Because to me, she's Russell Wilson's wife. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's good enough. Yeah, she like, was basically like the solo version of Total before she married <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she. Said. I like Total. I think Total had more hits this nah, year. Nah, nah, that's what she was before she met Russell. Total had more hits this year. Let's, Sierra really got a glow up when when she met. Russell, Russell yeah, definitely. She knew she ain't have to make music no more. Yeah, yeah, boy. Music was the back end, and she could get away from future. Yeah, so yeah, you know, it was, was, it was a win win all so together. That's why our sisters be putting her on a pedestal, making prayers and shit. What, what prayer did she use to that's get sad. Russell Wilson? Women gotta make a prayer for a celebrity. There ain't nobody you know in life that you can make a prayer about. You got to do it on a celebrity. a good dude. Like, but I don't know. Sometimes I think women are a little bit too harsh on guys. Like, you know, How they so? don't give some guys chances that they might deserve. Like, some guys might treat these chicks right. They might not be up to yeah. looks-wise, um, money-wise, things of that nature. Learned, and man. It's survival of the fittest. It really here. is, though. And if a woman can look at me and not see that I'm the right choice for her, then, you know, that's cool. But if she, like, this is me for a nigga, you know, that's dusty or shit, I, I'm glad she didn't choose I don't, me. I don't, I don't really, because after, do. after you're done with me, I don't, like you say, I don't really care what you do. You know what I'm saying? I, I care to an extent, but I'm not worried about any other dude you oh. mess with because I know I'm 10 times better than old boy anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I need to know who you dated before me to just kind of gauge who you are. It don't even matter who she. you dated before me because I'm the best thing that she. you've ever had in your life. I'm going to tell you this. I dated a girl whose ex before she dated me was a nigga living in Durham at his mom's house. And he was like four years older than me. And he lived with his mom. Was he taking care of his mom? No, he, he lived. He's <laughs> like, because like sometimes didn't have no car. Live, you don't take care of their mom. Every time this chick raised a voice at me, I left. Like, yo, I'm out. I ain't got to take this. You know, don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and dusty niggas. <laughs> dusty niggas. Hell yeah. I, but I, that's why I tell them, it's like, you know, you just have to be, you just have to be doing a little bit. Like, you, you, yeah. you, you know, it, it's not a lot to ask to have your own stuff. You know, especially at this age we are in life. Like, it's not a lot to ask to have your own stuff. And a lot of these dudes don't even have that. Nope, they don't. So Motherfuckers be dusty as hell. And, you know, it is what it is, though. But like I say, I'm the best thing that ever happened to any chick I deal with. Period. Yeah, I can it, say that about myself. I'm the best thing that's come into her life. And if she lets it go, that is her fault. 
And I, I just call like I see. Well, we keep women with, uh, you know, low expectations around. Yo, one girl was impressed. I had like multiple rolls of toilet paper in my bathroom. <laughs> oh my god, you got so much toilet paper. I'm like, yeah, I want to make sure you can wipe your ass. You know. I always get your house is so clean, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, Don't think me, think Roomba. My parents raised me like to keep you know a decentest you know place where, well, I, where learned, I stand. You know, like, at least keep your crib up. Um, at least keep your crib up if you're gonna bring company. You know what? You 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 don't want to bring around anything. Yeah, no. So you know, yeah, I keep I keep my place up to par. It's not a lot of stuff, but I keep it up to par. And I'm it's cool. What else we got? Okay. Um, oh, Angela Rye was in the news. And Christopher And Chris Cuomo. So apparently Angela Rye was on her podcast uh, making uh, comments about how Chris Cuomo uh, made some suggestive, sent her a suggestive text, uh, what, two, three, it was in 2001, so two years ago, after Angela Rye posted a picture of her in a bikini, looking right, by the way. She was looking fine. Uh, she posted on Instagram, so I guess Chris Cuomo was texting her and then called her what? Tinsel crotch. Tinsel crotch. Based on the being white. tinsels. Yeah, that's some being white. white boy shit. Being white. That's that's what I wanted to say earlier. Being white because white white yeah, guys will white say guy some would look at corny like, shit. Yeah. But I, I have mixed feelings on that. First and foremost, I do believe Angela Rod should be able to post any pics of her scantily clad. Uh, for the world to see on Instagram. I agree. But, you know, you also got to remember, you're working with a bunch of frat boys. And, you know. If Their biggest fantasy is. Is the black woman. If you're an attractive black woman in corporate America on any level, you're going to have white men hit on you. And you're going to have white women hate on you. If, assuming you're attractive. And I bet you anything he was shooting his shot. Oh, yeah. I yeah, bet yeah. you anything he yeah. was shooting his shot in that. Yeah, boy, that's a hard thing to be around Angela Ryle Day and not shoot your shot. There's certain people I could not work with in the no, industry. I, I'd work with her if I have to. I'm one There's of certain people. women I could not work with in the industry. Dick, I, I definitely would put my but, paycheck you know, over. I'd be but looking at her biting my knuckles. There are certain chicks that you, I don't even think I could sit across from. Because oh. that's just how that's. attractive I think they are. Yeah, but. Like, when I see Joy Taylor, I just be like. Now, Joy, I see Taylor Rooks. T- Taylor Rooks. Hey, like, you see it's that just interview women she you... had with um, Grant Williams from the, the Mavericks? And that nigga was just grinning that's ear to ear. And that's why I can't get in into um, broadcasting like that. Because oh, I, I you be just looking like she be talking. I just be in shock. Yeah, like, yeah, just, just out. Like, like, ah. they're, like, so. I get it. Taylor, yeah, Taylor Rooks is is, is You're looking fun. at the wall up there and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, because there's just some women out there in the media, especially sports media. Sports media has changed so much. They bring the finest. They've always had fine women in sports media. But now it's like, a, like the, because I think it's multinational now. It's, yeah. it's a lot of different yeah, ethnicities yeah. in sports media now. I mean, they had Jane Kennedy back in the day, and Pam Oliver used to be fine in the 90s. She Hold on, let me think. Off. Let me think. I'm, I'm trying to go back to where Pam Oliver was fine Pam with that Oliver big, was fine big ass forehead. Let's, like, let's not. Let's like, not. all I can think of Pam Oliver, all I now, think I about Pam Oliver is the now. wigs and stuff like that. They be doing Pam I'm Oliver back. 
now, um, but when Pam Oliver was young on them sidelines, man, don't play. Oh, my girl who does the Broncos. Oh, oh, Jacina, Jacina Anderson. Bro, you forgot what 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 she looked like when she was young. Nah, I remember Pam. She had a she had a beautiful smile. I yeah. remember. I remember. I remember. Jacina, Jacina. Yeah, Jacina. Jacina. Your girl. Um, your girl on ESPN. Uh, Ola. What? What? That the African chick. Or she got the African name in the W. I like Kmart. Kimberly Martin for some reason. I think she's super pretty for some reason. Damn, I'm trying to remember old girl's name. And Jalen Rose ex-wife. Oh, Molly. Molly Karen. Molly, I yeah, that's it. Cheney. That's her name. Oh, Shanae. Ch- yeah, Shanae. Shanae. Ugly. Oh. I can't pronounce it. She has that's a sister too. African. Yeah. Oh. And they ball. Them girls are them girls can ball. She's She's really tall. How tall is she? I, she's really tall. Oh, six be- four. Oh, I didn't know she was that tall. She's six four. You've never seen her like. I'm, I mean, I know she's tall to play basketball. I mean, I just didn't know she was. Yeah, she's she's tall. See, when I'm tall, pretty skin. Yeah, that Beautiful don't bother skin. me. That don't bother me to be. I think I, I I went on a date with a chick from the WNBA. She only played a couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know if I could date a woman that's taller than me, like without heels, like just straight up taller than me. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, that wouldn't bother me as with much. heels. I could because I'm live. six two, so I, I'm not. I've never been insecure about my height. I've never had an issue where I felt like I was too short, other than maybe when I wanted to dunk or something. That was it. I just don't think I could deal with a chick that was taller than me, and and that's probably just my, you know, no, you bugging. I, I just I don't think I could because I'm six one. I mean, I'm six one. I'd be with a six four six five chick. I, it wouldn't bother me. I mean, I ain't out here purposely looking for taller women like that, but it wouldn't bother me. I'm just because I've never been dwarfed in a relationship. I, every girl I've I've never messed with no girl taller than me. See, and then or I'm my a, height. I'm a, I'm a, can I be serious? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be serious real quick. Go and people it. gonna think I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. You know how big her feet gonna be? <laughs> I don't know. What like is your shoe size? A chick six four, six five. Do you know how big her feet are gonna be? Like I mean, and I'm, and th- it doesn't mean they're not gonna be pretty, but it just means like, you know, like that's probably a size fourteen. I just I don't know. Like like her her foot gonna be big. I don't like Bigger than my foot. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, as long as it ain't Shaq's foot, I don't give a fuck. Like, you got shoes bigger than my shoes. I cannot do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to draw the line. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. I, I got to draw the line somewhere. Like, and I, look, I, I accept a lot of things. I'm very accepting of a lot of things. I never thought about that. But you go to the shoe rack and... I mean, I'm a size, I'm a size 15. So I mean, I've never even had thought about the possibility of a chick with bigger feet than me. That's wild. Man. <laughs> I'm a size 10. Yeah. So yeah, like, nah, that that's I I got to draw the line somewhere. If her if her shoes are bigger than mine, I got to draw the line. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if she's taller than me, more than likely her shoes going to be bigger than mine. Yeah. Uh. Now that you think about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You still, you still date the, the, the super tall chick. 
I mean, that would the be a one rack. deal breaker. <laughs> That'd be a deal breaker. She 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 could be taller than me, but her foot can't be bigger than mine. And I have massive feet, so I mean, there's plenty of room. Okay. Okay, just making sure that that was that was the one that thing would that's scare me. <laughs> that a chick I could exchange shoes with, like, baby, I'm putting on your slippers to take the trash out. That was the one thing that stuck out to me was like her foot's going to be bigger than mine. That's going to be some loss. Yeah, that's I that's a little know. bit too too far out there <laughs> for me. What else we got? Okay, so um, keeping it moving, um, there was a lot of beef going on uh, this week. Uh, lots and lots of beef. Carryover. Yeah, lots of carryover beef. So we start with uh, Steven Jackson calling out Shannon Sharp. Did you see that? I did not, but I'm going to go tell me. But after you tell me what happened, then I'm going to give you my opinion on it. Okay, okay. so basically Steven Jackson um, basically got on IG and got a Shannon Sharp saying, uh, I wouldn't let nobody come on my podcast dissing people that I know that I'm cool with. And basically, it was weird because Steven Jackson was, like, criticizing Shannon Sharp for not defending the people on the show while at the same time giving props to Cat Williams for keeping it real and being about his business. And it was just a weird – it was just like it was obviously hating or jealousy because I'm like, how are you going to give props to Cat Williams and then hate on Shannon Sharp? For, uh, give props to Cat for speaking on these cats, but hate on Shannon for like not defending them. That's weird. Now, yes, it's exactly what you said. It is it's hating because oh, Steven Jackson and don't get me wrong because their up and smoke is is dope. You know what I'm saying? Shout out up and smoke stuff like that. But the the numbers Shannon doing now, up and smoke ain't doing those kind of numbers. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shannon has really embedded himself into podcast life like yes. like people are really interested in what he talks about with him and Ocho Cinco him and Gil and like you say what, what am I supposed to do as a broadcast journalist who brings in somebody cat and he airs the people out that I might deal with and that's cool we'll get to that after the show but if I'm trying to make the best show air these niggas out mm-hmm. go dig deeper if you need to now, after the show, we'll talk about that. But, nah, he did everything right because that's where the ratings came from. Mm. That 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 was about ratings. That's why Steven Jackson might be holding the show back, not letting people, guests, come up there and talk like they want to because it might be his friend. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so um, with that being said, yeah, I, I also think there was some um, – Steven Jackson mentioned that Shannon Sharp hated on their DraftKings deal. That uh, he didn't get into details, but he said that Shannon Sharp hated on he and I guess Matt Barnes is up in smoke deal. And uh, like I say, right now, and taking nothing away from Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, but Shannon's the bigger star. Yeah, he's the bigger star, and then. It's not like Steven and Matt Barnes are these squeaky clean guys. Like, no. Shannon is, you know, he's built his reputation kind of upstanding. He, he ain't ever really been in no dirt like that or anything like that. He's a safe bet. He's a safe Negro. Call him what you want. He's a safe Negro. Yeah. But he's a safe bet. 
Yes, he So is. you can look at it as hating on your DraftKings thing, but as I'm looking at it from a grown man's perspective, I'm looking at everybody's history and what's going on presently, Shannon's just a better option. Yeah, he is. It's, she's just a better option without a doubt. No doubt. Okay, okay. Oh, um, before we get into one Which of, I'm going to lead into what we're going to talk about now because Shannon rubs shoulders with Stephen A. Yes. Shannon rubs shoulders with all these, not saying that Matt and them don't, but sh- how often is Matt Barnes on TV, TV? Spend a bit how often is Steven Jackson on TV, TV? Yeah, it's been a minute for both of them. Shannon Sharp on Stephen A's show at least once or twice a week. Three times. And now he's, like, taking over as a guest host. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, leading into Stephen A. Yeah. Because Stephen A had time. Time this week. He had time this week. Boy, that Yo, I knew something was up when he cut the promo and had the ether beat <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen A. It's Smith. It's overdue. Who? Jason. Stephen A. Smith responded back to Jason with, like, yeah, it's overdue. Well, okay, so Stephen A. Smith released his memoir, I guess, and um, Jason Whitlock got uh, wrote an article hating on it saying Stephen A. didn't even write the book. And that's what triggered Stephen A. to, like, go crazy. Did you hear the story, though? Because there's yeah. a story about it. the 17 threes. Oh yeah, 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 the seventeen threes. He said, he never- "I've never done it before, and I haven't done it since, but I did it one time." You know what? I want to clown Stephen A, but this actually happened to me in real life. I was at the county fair in Maryland growing up. <laughs> All right, me and my cousin Brian. He was there, so he can verify. I'm gonna tag him, and I cut this up. And we went, and they had the basketball hoop. And you make three free throws in a row, and you get free bullets tickets. This is when they were the bullets. So I stepped up. I took. They gave. They give you the option of the miniature ball or the regular. I took the regular size ball, and I was about ten feet away from the hoop, and I did a jump shot, and I hit three in a row, and I got tickets to the Wizards or to the Bullets game. And then my cousin Brian hit three in a row, and he got tickets to the Bullets game. And I was like, maybe this is rigged for us to win. And then I watched everybody else miss, and nobody else got them tickets except us. Now, as a baller. Yes. I used to ball hard growing up as a baller. I don't know about 17, but I'm going to say this. Yes. When you hit eight, that feel like 17. I would You know. hit about 10 in a row, that feel like about 17 because you hot. You you know, ain't nobody over there counting and stuff like that, but, you know, you feel hot. So 17, he might have. I don't I don't want to say he did, but he might have. But nevertheless, he had time for Jason Whitlock, who to me is a coon. It was a coon off, really. It was a coon off, but he had he was in all rights to 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 get on Jay because Whitlock is a clown. Oh yeah, Whitlock is a super he's, clown. He's a clown. He is he's the most negative personality I've ever listen to when it comes to topics and stuff like that he always finds the worst way to defend a topic and it it, it it's almost offensive at some it's not a it, it's not almost it's offensive at some of the stuff he says 
But I didn't like the part where Stephen uh, A. Smith said he had to uh, apologize to his pastor in advance and warn employers at ESPN about what he was about to say. That's that's some house nigga shit. Even though I understand he had to do it because, you know, but still. I mean, why? He didn't have to do it. About to be savage. I'm going to let you know he right didn't, now. He didn't have to do it. But, you know, I, I, I see what you're saying. But he didn't have to let him know he's going to do it. But you can only push a person so far. Yeah. You can, and like you say, Stephen A.B. Coonan, I'm not the biggest Stephen A. fan. But yeah, he, he, I, he, I ain't going to lie. Since Shannon left Undisputed, I don't watch Undisputed or First Take Skip anymore. The, the, Skip Bayless about to go through the tailspin of his life because there is nobody that you can bring in to cover what Shannon Sharp gave you. You got Michael Irvin. You got um, Keyshawn. You got um, Richard Sherman. You got Lil Wayne. You have, I, you know, and it's still not enough to save you. No, it's not going to be on. It's not going to be on later this year because nobody cares. And to me, I think it's getting ready to come out of the hands of like the Stephen A. Smiths and Skip Baylesses. Oh, it's going to I the believe athletes. It's get, yeah, I believe that this is getting ready to go to the athletes. You'd rather hear their stories because they've been in there than some guy who's possibly third party hearing stuff and things of that nature. So I believe like, yeah, it's definitely going to go to the athletes, sports media, that is. That's going to be their venue now. And it's good. That's going to make it even better. Mm-hmm. Because then somebody can tell me why the Eagles lost all these damn games down the stretch. But I'll be waiting on that. Yeah, but Whitlock is known for being a conservative. He's pushed agendas such as Michelle Obama being trans, uh, comparing the Black Lives Matter movement to the Ku Klux Klan, and disparaging women's right to vote. And this is a black guy, sort of, he, at least physically. He, he, he's Uncle Ruckus. Oh, he's, he's super He's Uncle. Uncle Ruckus. He's a short, mean Black guy. Yeah. And what makes it even crazier is, you know, Fox News, well, well, Fox, I'll say, Fox likes people who are like that. And Fox was like, nah, we ain't dealing with this dude. Yeah. If Fox is saying this, you already know what type of you're man too this is. redneck for us, nigga. Like, if Fox is telling you like, you're, you're too racist for us, yeah. then, then it lets you know who you're dealing with. And Stephen A was naming names of people who won't, who won't work with him and I know he's a hundred percent right. Oh yeah, he put in his contract he can't he will never work with uh Whitlock again. Well he said Michelle wouldn't work with him. Um what what was my girl name? Um Michael and Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill that's Dan Levitard. Nope. Will not work with him. I mean it was like Stephen A opened up Pandora's box because all these other sports personalities came out and was like fuck Whitlock too. Yeah. Nobody will work with him. Yeah. And I don't trash. even know how he has a following still. Like, I don't know what. Because he's redneck. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's he's just dog. Racist. Yeah. You want to hear a black person talk down about other black people. That That's what gets them off. And that's what he does. He's, he's an awful human being in my eyes. And Stephen A did the right thing. Yeah. I definitely. Goofy agree. Negro. Okay. And he's on Blaze. Yeah. Is it Blaze? Blaze Media, which is, yeah, just redneck central. <laughs> it's like that lets you know what type of journalism he's giving. Mm, trash. Yeah. 
Hey, did you get hear that update um, on old boy who attacked the judge? No, I did not. Okay, so the man who attacked the judge in Vegas on January 3rd has now been charged with attempted murder, amongst mm. other charges, including battery on a protected person, battery of an officer, battery by a prisoner, intimidating a public so officer. You, you, you basically got a life sentence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I told people that, like, you jumping on a judge in the courtroom, oh, that's a life sentence, bro. You ain't ever getting out. Deobra Delone Redden, 30. So he was 30, which is why he was able to clear that bench. He still got them young knees. <laughs> yeah. He will never get out off of this alone. Damn oh, yeah. whatever the charges were before. And I'm like, what were you charged for, bro? That made you jump on the judge. Like, he snapped. Cause were he you said not getting out already? He like, struggles with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and was sent to be sentenced on battery charges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why. So. And yeah. then for those charges, I know you wouldn't ever think of it, but now I know they'll be moving the bailiff a lot closer to the the um, judge from now on. They ain't gonna have that happen no more. Oh yeah, I don't even know how to tell happened the first time. How he, that nigga had a running start. <laughs> when you want to get something, you yeah, gonna get it. Them niggas thought it was a dunk contest. They got out of his way and lined up like the cameramen and shit. So whatever charges he had before, he got twenty years tacked onto that. Yeah. Hope it was worth it. I mean, it was a good viral video. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> Uncle Murder will mention it in the 2024 wrap. How did you like months. that? I didn't even hear all of it. I, I just can't get into Uncle Murder. I'm sorry. He's just one of them dudes. I just, I can't get into it. I was hoping Skills would do it, but Skills retired. I listened to a little bit of it. I'm I'm not a big Uncle Murder fan yeah, like that I, either. I, I'm, like, not, I'm cool on Uncle Murder. He, 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 he all right, but... Nah, not like that. Yeah, that was trash. Yeah. Well, that's all the topics I got. You got anything you want to talk about? Well, yeah. I keep getting asked when I'm going to start off my spinoff on Let's Talk. Yeah. And I've that, been asking them. That is going to be the second Friday in February. I'm looking up the date. Damn, why now. so long? Because I want to let my, you know, I got to let my beard grow in a little bit. I got I to gotta fit the part if I'm going. Well, the part. Okay. Yeah, like we're going to be talking sex, so I got to be looking my best. But I'm going to do it February. What is the second week of February? The ninth. Yeah. So you're going to be have, the first night, February you, the ninth. You're going to have guests? Yes, I will be taking guests. Anybody wants to pop in, just like with this show, if anybody wants to pop in and sit down and, you know, drink a little pregame, like we call it, and have some fun, it's always welcome. But. Let's talk about sex is strictly sex. It's going to be, and it's not going to be your sex basics. It's not going to be uh, your be fingers birds and, and bees sex. Nah, we're not doing that. This is going to be grown folks, sex, different, you know, teaching, different teachable moments, stories, you know, and just things of that nature. And it's just going to be funny, insightful, and hopefully educational. So before we get this, get up out of here, I just want to shout out Kelly, Joe, and Buddha once again. We will be back. You're not going. You said you're not. Going. I'm out of town next week, next weekend. So y'all can do a show. Oh, we're weekend. going to do. We're going to do a show next week. We'll be back next Saturday and stuff like that. For yeah. anybody watching, share, subscribe, like, comment. That's the least you could do. Yeah. And don't forget, tomorrow, January 13th, Saturday, 
at 19 North Main Street, Wendell, North Carolina. It's Kingpin's uh, Life of a Publicist. Locked in with Kingpin. Movie doors open at 6 p.m. Movie starts at 7 p.m. What up, Kingpin? If you don't come out for anything, come out for the free Free popcorn. popcorn. Free popcorn. Okay. It's the effing podcast. We slide in peace.